Thank you for joining us for this series, Well, Well, Well. Together, we'll discover how to have a healthy, prosperous soul. Have you ever felt like you're living a life that's overwhelmed, stressed out, frustrated, discouraged, irritable, and more? Too many women today are living under the pressures of life and allowing those pressures to dictate the condition of their soul. God wants our soul to prosper. He wants us to be well in the depths of our soul so that we can live well and experience the abundant life He created us to live. It's time to let the Spirit of God determine the condition of our soul. Welcome to our brand new series, Well, Well, Well. I am so glad you're joining me. And I know that many of you are joining in a connect group. I love that we have girls joining in junior high and high school groups, young adult groups. We have got groups with women of all ages, and that is so awesome. So whether you are joining this series in a group or on your own, I am so glad you are going to be part of this with me. And you know, every session is really going to build on the one before it. So I want to encourage you, don't miss a session. Decide right now that you are all in, that you are going to be part of this for all eight sessions, all right? And I want to encourage you to bring your Bible and a notebook to every session. Take notes. You know, the more we put into something, the more we receive out of it. And I also want to encourage you to come to every session with an open heart and a prayerful heart, asking God to speak to you personally. And I know that he will. All right. Are you ready to jump in? I know I am. So I'm going to pull up a chair like I am right there with you and we are having a chat. Okay. So I want to start this session by asking you a few questions. All right. First of all, I want to ask you, what does your life currently look like? Maybe you say, well, I'm a student, or I'm a wife, or I'm a mom, or I'm balancing a a stressful job or a high-pressured career. Maybe you're retired. Maybe you're caring for an aging parent. Maybe you're a grandma or a great-grandma. That is awesome. I love that we are all at different stages and different seasons of life. But now I want to make that question a little bit more specific. And I want to ask you, what does your daily life currently look like? Maybe you'd say, oh, I'm so stressed out. I'm trying to keep up with schoolwork and sports and activities and all the responsibilities. Or maybe you're saying, I just am overwhelmed running from thing to thing to thing on my calendar. Maybe you're a young mom and you say, my daily life is spent chasing kids, wiping noses and changing diapers. Or maybe your kids are a little bit older and you say, "Uh, my daily life is spent being a chauffeur, toting them around from place to place, activity to activity. Or maybe you'd say, I am so busy trying to build my career 
I am working day and night striving for success and influence and recognition. Or maybe you say, I'm just swamped trying to take care of all the people and all the things. Or maybe for you, you feel like your daily life is spent trying to navigate difficult relationships. Relationships that at times feel like they might be crumbling right in front of you. Or maybe for you, you'd say, I feel like my daily life is spent beating myself up because there's so many voices telling me I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing things good enough. You know, there are so many pressures around us every single day, and it is so easy to get under the pressures of daily life. It happens so quickly. So for you, if your daily life is overwhelming, if it is crazy and you feel like you just want to pull your hair out, then let's stop and think, what is this producing in us? All right? Do you find yourself exhausted? Do you find yourself irritable, angry, anxious, depressed, controlling, moody, insecure, offended, resentful, frustrated? How about lacking joy, lacking peace? Very often, this is the result of a soul-led life. Let me tell you what I mean. First of all, what is our soul? Our soul is our mind, our will, and our emotions, right? When we are running crazy busy, what is our mind and our thoughts consumed with? It's everything right in front of us. All the things that we're running to take care of, right? Everything on our agenda, our schedule, our thoughts are consumed with the immediate calling out to us right in front of us, trying to figure it all out and juggle all the balls in the air. What about our will? Our choices. What is dictating our choices when we're running that life that's just out of control, crazy busy? Our choices are based off of everything calling out in front of us, right? Like, okay, I got to take care of this. I'm, I got to go here. I'm doing this. I got to decide on this. I got to answer this. And we're just in full speed ahead. What about our emotions? When we're living crazy, go, 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 go. Our emotions are just reacting to everything right in front of us, right? Because we all face circumstances and situations that stir up all kinds of emotions, right? Our soul so easily just jumps into action and our mind, our will, and our emotions get so attached to the people and the circumstances and the things that we're dealing with that are immediately in front of us. And we work so hard to take care of everything and we don't even notice that we've let our soul take the lead in life. Before we know it, we're worn out, frustrated, irritable, and definitely lacking joy and peace. We were never intended to live life led by our soul. A soul-led life brings imbalance, and it actually creates an unhealthy soul. Far too many believers today 
are living with unhealthy souls. That is not God's plan. Look with me at 3 John 1 verse 2. It says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. You know, so often we use this verse when we're talking about financial prosperity. But the second part of this verse, it talks about our soul prospering. What does that mean? What does it mean for our soul to prosper? The word soul in this verse, it's the Greek word psyche. That's the same word we use to describe our mental, psychological, internal condition, right? It's not just our mind. It's really the seat of our emotions, the place where we make decisions. That's our soul. But then this word prosper, it's in the Greek, it's a compound word. And the first part of that compound word, it means to be well, to do well, and well done. The second part of that compound word refers to progressing on our road, on our way, on our journey. So if we put this together, a soul that prospers is one that's continually moving forward on our journey with our mind, our will, and our emotions well, healthy and whole, so that we're living life well and producing a life that is well done. And that's what this series, Well, 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 is all about. I want us to notice in that verse we just read two very important words that we so often just skip right over. Let's look at it again. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. That phrase, just as, is really important because it literally means to the degree that. So to the degree that our soul is well, healthy, and whole, we will find blessings and health in every other area of our life. You see, the condition of our soul affects everything else in life. Our physical health, our success, how we go about fulfilling our purpose, it even affects the people in our world. The condition of our soul is so vitally important. The greatest gift that we can give God, ourselves, our family, and others around us is a healthy soul. In this series, we are going to learn how to become well in our soul so that we will live well and experience the abundant life that God created us to live. And at the end of this earthly life, I am confident we will hear well done. That's not something we have to strive for. It's something that will be automatic as a result of being well in our soul and living life well. The rest of this series, we are going to be talking about how to do this, all right? So in the remainder of our time together today in this session, I want to focus on one core 
foundational principle that the rest of this series is going to hinge upon. You know, we saw earlier that a soul-led life does not produce a healthy soul. Well, if it doesn't, then what does? If we want to know what does, we must first understand that we are three-part beings. Look at 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 23 with me. Now, may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are three-part beings. We are a spirit, we have a soul, and we live in a body. Now, we need to discover how God intended these three parts to work together. Because most often, we separate them. We look at them as completely separate. We look at our body. I'm going to use these wooden circles as a little visual. We look at our body as, okay, I'm going to take care of my body. I'm going to take care of my appearance. I need some good self-care. I'm going to take control here and get this body in shape. And I'm going to talk to a trainer and a, a nutritionist. And I'm certainly going to scroll Instagram to see what everyone else is suggesting on there. And we look after our body. And then we think, okay, and I got to give some attention to my soul. So then we see our soul as a completely separate area of life. And we think, okay, there's so much focus on mental and emotional health today. So I'm going to focus here on my soul. And I'm going to talk to people and read books and find out what I need to do to be well in my soul. And I'm going to go about trying to make that happen all in my own strength. And then we think about our spirit and we think, oh yeah, my spiritual health. I mean, I've got to take care of my spirit too. So I'm going to go to church most weeks and, you know, I'm going to read my Bible when I have time. And, and so I'm focusing on all of these areas and that means I'm healthy because I'm looking after each one separately. I'm good, right? No, not exactly. You know, God has a different plan for us. The Bible actually tells us how he intends these three parts to function together. That verse we just read said that he wants to sanctify us completely, that our whole spirit, soul, and body would be preserved blameless. Remember, this sanctification process it's the ongoing transformation process that starts when we ask Jesus to be Lord of our life. Do you know what Lord means? Lord literally means boss. Yeah, that's right. When we ask him to be our Lord, we are making a choice that we are going to let him be in charge to be our boss rather than us being in charge. You see, he wants to transform every area of our being. And it happens when we let him be the boss, when we let him take the lead in every part of our being. And maybe you're sitting there and you're thinking, oh, that's what it means? Well, I haven't been doing a very good job of that. I've kind of been taking care of things on my own. Am I really safe? 
Take a deep breath. Yes, I promise you are if you have asked him to be your Lord and Savior because this is a process. He knows it's a process. The word tells us it's a process and we are all in process, okay? All right, let's talk about how this process works. If you've got your Bibles, turn to Romans 8. We're gonna look at several verses in Romans 8. Now remember, when we ask him to be Lord of our life, he comes to dwell in us by his spirit. Romans 8, verses 8 and 9 says, Those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. You, however, are not in the realm of the flesh, but are in the realm of the spirit, if indeed the spirit of God lives in you. And if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, they do not belong to Christ. All right, if this large wooden circle represents our spirit, when we ask Jesus to be Lord of our life, the Holy Spirit comes and indwells our spirit. The word tells us that he makes us alive with Christ. This becomes our regenerated spirit. You've heard it said that everyone has a God-shaped hole within them. This is where it is. It's in our spirit. And when we give our lives to the Lord, the spirit of God comes and indwells our spirit. He lives in us. He wants to be in control of the rest of our life. So what does that mean? for our soul. Okay, well, if he's in our spirit and he's in control, then what do we need our soul for? Do we really need this? I mean, is what, what should be happening with our soul? Well, this part of us that loves to be in control, let's see what the word says. Look at Romans 8 verse 6. The mind, and remember the mind is part of our soul. The mind governed by the flesh is death but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. Governed by, oh, the spirits to be in control of our soul. So instead of our soul out on its own, leading the way, doing its own thing, it should be governed by the spirit. In other words, submitted to the spirit under the direction of the spirit of God within us. What does that mean for our body? Okay. Well, I mean, our body, it's really our own thing. Like we should still just be out taking care of our body and doing our own thing, right? Well, what does Romans 8 say? Verse 13. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. We all have this sinful, fleshly nature and desire sinful things. So we need to bring our body also into submission to the Spirit of God and let the Spirit of God lead and guide us in what we do with our body. Because our body is so much more than appearance. There's all kinds of cravings in our body, not just for food but all kinds of things. So we need to understand what are we doing with those things, the habits, the way we talk. Are we letting the Spirit guide us 
and lead those things? Are we letting the spirit guide our soul, leading our thoughts, leading our emotions, leading our decisions? You see, God did not intend for these three parts of our being to function separately on their own. When they come into alignment under his spirit, that's when we find true health and wholeness for our entire being. We now, as believers, have a new way of living. This is the new way of living God has for us. And you know, not only do we have a new way of living every day, but we have been given the most amazing example and model of how to do this. Genesis 1, it says that we are made in the image and the likeness of God. All right, we know that. We know that God is a three-part being, right? Father, Son, and Spirit. We're made in His image. We're three-part beings. He's three-part beings. So let me ask you, the three parts of the Trinity, are they separate? Well, the Father's here, but the Son's out here, and, and He does His own thing, and then the Holy Spirit's over here doing His own thing? No, that's not how they function. They each have their own unique role, but they function as one. And I want you to see this from scripture. You've got to get this because it's such a model for us and how we're created to live. We know that the father is the head, right? Okay. We know that it's the father that's given Jesus the name above every name. We know that it's the father that sent Jesus to the world for us because he loves us so much. We know that it's the father who raised Jesus from the dead and seated him at his right hand. So we know that the father is the head. But what about Jesus? Look with me at John 5 verse 19. Jesus gave them this answer. Very truly, I tell you, the son can do nothing by himself. He can only do what he sees the father doing because whatever the father does, the son also does. Wow, everything Jesus does, everything he says is led by the father. He reveals the father. He fulfills the will of the father. All right, he is in submission to the Father. So what about the Holy Spirit? Well, look with me at John 16, 13. It says, but when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears and he will tell you what is yet to come. You see, everything the Holy Spirit says is to reveal the Father, is led by the Father. He is in full submission to the Father. They function as one. This is our model. Can you imagine if we actually lived like this, where our soul and our spirit only did and said what was led by the Spirit of God within us? Life would look pretty different, wouldn't it? We have been given the most amazing model for us to follow. And not only do we have that model and that example, we have been given everything we need. We are fully equipped to follow that example and let the Holy Spirit lead and guide every area of our life. 
The Holy Spirit has been given to us as our helper. He wants to help us every day in everything. He just looks to us to ask. As we conclude this session, I want us to walk away from this session knowing that instead of being women who are led around by our soul, we can be women who let the Spirit of God take the lead. That's what we're created to do. That's what we're already equipped to do. We can be that woman. I cannot wait to dive into the rest of this series with you and talk more fully about how to do that in every area of life. We are going to find ourselves coming to a new place of wholeness and health in our souls. We are going to be well. We are going to live well. And we are going to live in a way that helps others become well also. I want to pray for you today. Father, I pray right now for every woman watching this session. God, I pray that you would bring supernatural revelation to our hearts of how you created us to live. And Father, I pray that by your Spirit, you would reveal to us areas where we've been led by our soul. God, show us and help us to learn to be led by your Spirit. Father, I pray that throughout this series, your Word, your Spirit would bring transformation to our lives and we would be well in our souls. We would become those women who live well, live life led by your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, I want you girls in your groups to talk about this, to unpack it even more. We've got some discussion questions coming your way, and I can't wait to see you in our next session.
Thank you.